Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. Wes, we're trying to figure out the best pizza or it's free guarantee. Can you help us out? Well, Billy, if a customer don't think our pizza is the best in Fort Smith, I'll give it to them. But what if everyone says it ain't so? Then God bless us. We're in the wrong business. No offense, but do you got a screw loose up there? My daddy taught me if I'm offended, it's probably true. Do we need to call a doctor? <laughs> no, Billy. I'm fine. Great pizza comes from great ingredients made by great people. We have all those things. Great's a big word. I don't think I'm great. That's not how I see it. I'm great? Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Wes? Yes, son? I don't like your pizza. Can I have a free one? <laughs> Let me tell you what. If you're that hungry, I'll give you one. Jim's Razorback Pizza. If it's not the best, we'll give it to you. EatJim'sRazorbackPizza.com Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast. I'm Dave Young alongside Stephen Semple. And we're talking about a brand today that's been around forever. And, and I'm trying to think of my memories of them. I mean, I grew up in a town that didn't have one for a while. I think about their marketing today and it's gotten weirder and weirder. And that's the Colonel, KFC. We're going to find out about Colonel Sanders, right? And KFC. Yeah, so pop quiz. Okay. Is the Colonel a Colonel? I know the answer to this because it's a related thing to an honorary that I have, which is a, an admiral in the great Navy of the state of Nebraska. So the <laughs> colonel, I'm guessing that there's an honorific. There is, because both Fred Astaire and Whoopi Goldberg are also colonels. Colonels. All right. <laughs> I outrank them, I think, as an admiral. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a pretty important title because it's the highest award you can get in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. KFC was founded by Harlan David Sanders. And at the time of his death in 1980, KFC had 6,000 outlets and was doing $2 billion in sales. So it had become a pretty big deal in the fast food space. Harlan was born on September 9th, 1890. And when he was six, his dad died and his mom was forced to go to work. And this left young Harlan to take care of the household. This is where he learned to cook. And he left home at the age of 13. And he did a lot of different jobs early in his life. He was an insurance salesman. He was a filling station operator. And when he turned 40, he was offered the chance to take over a Shell gas station located on U.S. Route 25, just outside of North Corbin, right on the edge of the Appalachian Mountains. And it was on this busy highway. Now, when he took over the gas station, he decided to convert the gas station storeroom into a small eatery. So he put up a couple of tables, a few simple chairs, and this kept him busy. He was the cook, he was the server, he was the gas attendant. But it worked out well, well enough that four years later, he bought the larger station that was across the road, and he expanded the six tables, and this is when he started to sell fried chicken. He had been working on a recipe for fried chicken. And he's in his 40s at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in yeah. his mid-40s at this point. Yeah. So for the next few years, he experiments with the recipe for fried chicken, and he lands on what is now the original recipe with 11 herbs and spices, right? And it's a secret. And it is a secret. 
It's actually a secret they've guarded pretty tightly. Yeah. But he also decided he needed to become better at managing restaurants. And it's interesting how we've done a few podcasts now where people have reached this stage where they realize, you know what, I need to get some more information. I need to get mm-hmm. some more knowledge. So he took a course at Cornell University of Hotel Administration, learning a little bit more about managing a restaurant. So now it's a couple of years later, it's 1936. His business is so successful, he gets that first honorary title. He's now the colonel. He's a colonel. All right. But he doesn't start dressing like the colonel until the 50s. It's quite a few years later that he actually takes on that persona. But that's another story. In 1939, a fire destroys his restaurant and he has to rebuild it. So he rebuilds this 140-seat restaurant and hotel, and he calls it the Saunders Cook Court and Cafe. He also buys a hotel in Asheville, North Carolina. It's now 1952. He's 62 years old. And he does his first franchise deal. It's 1952. He's 62 years old. He franchises a recipe to Pete Harmon in Salt Lake City. And Harmon plays a really important role in this. Because Harmon coined the term Kentucky Fried Chicken to differentiate from Southern Fried Chicken. Okay, okay. So Southern Fried Chicken, I mean, that's a thing, but it's not a brand thing. Correct. It's a style. Correct. When he franchises it to Pete Harmon, Pete Harmon is the one who says, we should call this Kentucky Fried Chicken. Because it's not just Southern Fried Chicken. Because it's not just Southern Fried Chicken. I think it's so important that that's such a differentiator, right? I mean, even if it isn't, even if it tastes exactly like some other Southern Fried Chicken you've had, it sets it apart. It sets your brand apart, and it becomes that other thing. Forces right. your brain to say, this is something different. Mm-hmm. This is Kentucky Fried Chicken, not Southern Fried Chicken. So it's the early 50s. Things are going great for Harlan. Then in 1955, a new interstate is built that bypasses Corbin. That'll kill it. Well, it's interesting (laughs) because how many times have we seen this in business? My restaurant is so popular and people love me so much that it will be successful even though the highway goes by it, right? People will Mm -hmm. travel here to come. How often have we heard businesses say, the world has changed, but I'm still going to be successful. Well, guess what? It failed. Yeah, it's, those are famous last words of anybody that gets bypassed by a highway that's been relying on highway traffic. Yeah. At age of 65, it failed, went out of business, and he was reduced to his savings and his social security check. And he's a senior citizen at the age of 65. So he decides to open up another restaurant and really ramp up franchising. He hits the road. He goes to restaurant, restaurant, and he cooks up the chicken. If they really like it, he shakes hands and he gets a nickel a bird. Nickel a bird is what the original deal was. So he'll give them the recipe and teach them how to cook it, and it's a nickel a bird. And it's estimated that he traveled 200,000 miles a year on the road, that he was just going everywhere. Now, eventually, franchisees started to come to him, and no, he never shared the recipe. He mixed the spices and sent them the spices. So eventually franchisees start to come to him. It's the mid-60s, and he's starting to open up also franchises in other countries. And here's where there's a fun Canadian tie-in. So by 1964, there's now 600 restaurants, and he's 73 years old. And he sells the franchise 
for $2 million, which would be equivalent to $17 million today. He sells the whole, the whole thing. Sells the whole thing. Okay. But it does not include Canada. Okay. So he and his wife moved to Canada. He's 73 to run Canada. <laughs> he buys this little house in Mississauga. A couple hours from me, I got a picture of the house on yeah, the show yeah. notes. And he moves to Canada. And that's where he ends his career. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. How's business? Yeah, good. Why isn't it great? We we were growing 20, 30% every year for five years. Then we went flat in the last three. Growth used to be easy. Now, nothing we do seems to have the same effect anymore. If you're not growing, you're dying, and I can't stand to think we've hit the top and are coming back down. So you build a hell of a castle and you're worried. Maybe it's time to build an empire. Huh? What you got here won't get you to where you want to go. You need a fresh perspective. There's these guys that are looking for business owners just like you. Smart, customer focused, but with flat sales. What do they do? Build empires, but they don't work with just anyone. You have to be customer focused. So what exactly do they do? Well, some say they're marketers, but I call them crusaders. Check out their website at empirebuilderprogram.com. Like what you see, set up a meeting. Crusaders, empires, castles. I think someone's been getting so old they're medieval. Empirebuilderprogram.com. Check it out before you become a dinosaur. You mean dragon. No, I mean dinosaur. They were good too, for a while. Sure you want to be just good? Empirebuilderprogram.com. Let's pick up our story where we left off and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. Where the real lesson here is, when the world changes, in this case, when traffic changes, you got to be realistic and really look at your business and say, how is this changing my business? With the world going online, we can't ignore that. With the pandemic going on, we can't ignore that. With the fact that people may or may not be returning back to their offices, we can't ignore that. As successful as the colonel was, successful enough that he got that you know, honorary title, when things changed, it wiped him out. But the other thing that's really interesting was this whole idea of creating a new category. You know, if you're in a crowded category, one of the things you can do is create a new category. And he created a new category called Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, it wasn't him, but he was smart enough to look at it and go, yeah, that's a really smart idea. A differentiator and to not just sell it into restaurants, but actually sell restaurants. He would show up and he would cook up the chicken for you. They eventually switched to franchising yes, they did. restaurants. They did. KFC would be a restaurant, not a product in your restaurant. Correct. There was a point where they pivoted to it becoming a restaurant rather than a product in your restaurant. But they started, first of all, with it being a product in your restaurant, which in many ways is also an easier sale. It's an easier sale, and it's still a differentiator, right? Mm -hmm. He was a really interesting character, and boy, talk about just not giving up and just soldiering forward and keeping at it is really quite remarkable. And the other thing that's interesting is when you look at the house he bought in Mississauga, it is a really modest little home in a pretty ordinary suburban location, especially for the 60s. He could have bought something a lot nicer is what I'm telling you with $17 sure. million dollars well, in here, his pocket. Here's what I like to think. He was born in 1890, right? So he's 
132 years old now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure where he's disappeared to, right? I'm going to pretend that he's still out there, like, growing this franchise in South America or Asia or somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he could very well. Could very well. Because <laughs> he didn't seem like he was stoppable in being able to change and grow and change again. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Hats off to the Colonel. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review. And if you have any questions about this or any other podcast episode, email to questions at theempirebuilderspodcast.com. <laughs>